Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Social Podcast. My name is Jill, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about what happens when you lose your job after 50 and how to start over. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm the owner of Fox Social Media, and my company has been helping small businesses, personal brands, and practices to both market and grow online for the past nine years now. And I'm super excited to have this podcast, as well as my YouTube show and my blog, both by the same name, in order to help all of you as well. So you're over 50. And you've been working in the same industry for many years, perfecting your skills and doing a great job. And then suddenly you lose that job. How do you recover when your world's been turned upside down? At first, you're sure that things will go back to normal. You'll find a new job. Your money struggles will be short-lived. You're confident because you've always succeeded in the past. So why should it be any different now? So you hang in there for a while, knowing that the fixes have to be right around the corner. But what happens when they aren't? When weeks turn into months with no solutions in sight, despite sending out literally hundreds of job applications and extremely deep cost-cutting measures. When your positive attitude starts to diminish and frustration and anger set in only to combine with mounting stress, which creates even more problems. Well, then the questions start swirling around in your brain. Why did I lose a job I was extremely successful at? What are we going to do financially if the lack of income continues for many more months? Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes it's not fair. You hit rock bottom. You get really, really mad. You cry, you scream, you ask why me, and you allow yourself to feel this way for a day or two. But no longer. You can't stay here. You just can't. You have to find solutions. So you decide to stop relying on others to provide a job for you. You can't rely on other people. Your entire career can be taken away from you at the whim of just one unethical person. And it sucks. Starting over in your 50s sucks. But it's not a choice. It's the card you were dealt. So you decide to learn new skills so that you can start a new career from the very bottom. So what that you have years of business experience and an impeccable reputation in your old industry? That path is no longer an option. The unknown is scary and starting over is scary. Whoa, take a deep breath. You can do it. You have to do it. You don't have a choice. So you start to think maybe a new career can work. Maybe I can be my own boss. Maybe I can finally do something I love. And you start to get excited by all the possibilities. But you still wonder how to get from where you are now to where you need to be to be able to live comfortably. Well, the first order of business is to review your bills and cut out every single non-essential expense. You need to make sure that you still have health insurance, though. So if you aren't eligible to COBRA through your existing coverage with your old company, you can apply for coverage through the Affordable Care Act. Now you're ready to create a game plan. So let's do this. Step one, determine the best business for you to start. So you're going to consider things like your employment history and all the different skills you've developed throughout the years. You're also going to consider your life experiences and your hobbies and interests because those can point you to an awesome career as well. 
Next, you want to look at your personality traits and what type of business will work best for you. You also want to look at your finances. You need to determine exactly how much money you're going to need to make in order to live comfortably and what that looks like with any of these jobs that you are considering in your head. You also want to look at your support system and see if one, if you have help and two, if you have support for this new career you're considering. Now put all of those things together and see if you can come up with a few ideas that you think will work for you. I also have a worksheet that can walk you through all these steps in a lot more detail and it's completely free. So if you'd like a copy of it, just send me an email at jill at jillwfox.com with the subject line, discover your business model worksheet. This worksheet will help you go through these steps in a lot more detail and make sure that you cover most of the important bases when determining what business is best for you. Now that you've decided pretty much on the business that you would like to start, learn as much as you possibly can from people who are already successful starting a business or doing what you want to do. The next thing you wanna do is decide on the product or the exact service that you will be selling. And check out the competition. Make sure there's a demand for it and determine the amount of money that would be required to start this business. Now, my recommendation here is to start small and start from home and do as much of the work as possible yourself. Test out your idea on a small scale and once you see it's viable, grow slowly from there. I highly recommend you do not take out loans, use your credit cards, or do anything like that to start your business. I started my business for $7.99, and it's my full-time income now. So there is no need to put a lot of money in to many businesses, and I don't think it's a good idea to put yourself in debt. Next, you want to choose a name for your business. You want to make sure that name isn't already taken. So Google the name and also type in www.thatname.com to see if anyone owns the website for it. Now, those are just two very simple steps. There's more detailed information you can go through to make sure that no one has the name. But those two things are going to give you a good start. Now you want to contact your city, municipality, state, and you want to verify that you're allowed to sell your product or service from your location and find out what paperwork is required, including things like um, if you're selling products, you'll need a um, sales tax permit. The next thing I recommend that you do is to create an LLC for your business. It's a legal entity that separates you from your business for uh, liability reasons mainly. And I'm not an attorney. I am not going to even give you much more advice in this area. What I am going to do is refer you to LegalZoom and the link will be in the show notes. Um, they have licensed attorneys that can assist you with all of this and they do it for a relatively inexpensive price. Not only can they create the LLC for you, but they can file the required paperwork and request your tax ID or your EIN number, which is a specific number that your business needs to pay taxes. It's kind of along the same lines as a social security number for an individual. But in addition, they can help you with trademarks or intellectual property rights, permits, DBAs, or legal advice that you might need around this business. 
And as I already mentioned, make sure you understand your sales tax obligations. And taxes are complicated and you don't have to deal with them alone though. You can use a service like TaxJar and they help you understand what your obligations are and set up your sales tax accounts for the particular state you'll be operating in to help you collect and pay those sales taxes get business insurance. Don't skip this step. This is one of the two things I very first paid for when my social media marketing agency, Fox Social Media, was brand new. I basically had um, my general liability insurance and I paid for my domain name. Those are the only two things I paid for to begin. And I actually had the LLC, but I did it myself. Um, so that is a possibility, but I don't recommend you do that unless you really know what you're doing. So they, you want to make sure you have general and professional liability insurance. Once again, I'll leave a really good resource for small business insurance in the show notes. The next thing you want to do is create your website. You can go to a site like HostGator who can do everything from start to finish for you. And they've got some really inexpensive prices. So you can get your domain name. You can um, set up your website, design it, lay it out. You can even get your security certificate, which um, just basically says to the world, hey, this is a secure legitimate website, um, which is now something that Google is requiring. Otherwise, uh, they give people a pop-up window on Chrome that shows that that is not a website that has a security certificate. And it makes people think you're not legit if you don't have it. Anyway, two things I like about um, HostGator, again, the link will be in the uh, show notes is they have a 45-day money-back guarantee and they have a 99.9% uptime guarantee because website's no good if it's uh, if it's down. Um, the other thing that I recommend you do if you don't have this already is join Amazon Prime for Business. This is just going to have... Um, it's just a simple way to save your time, save your money, don't pay shipping, find the most um, competitive rates and not waste your time with any kind of supplies you need. And the next thing you got to do is take action because nothing happens until you take action. So get started. Do the best you possibly can. Learn, take in information, analyze what you're doing, and then you can pivot where necessary. But get started. Don't sit around till you know everything because you're never going to know everything. So definitely get yourself started. And the other thing I think is important is surround yourself with positive people and other entrepreneurs who have the same passion and respect for your journey and people that you can really learn from. Because guess what? This is what you've you've dreamed about and you know this this terrible thing of losing your job really may not have been a terrible thing because it pushed you in the direction of something you may have always wanted to do anyway you know I threw kind of a lot at you and some very basic um, information here but I'm going to link below to about five or six of my blog posts that will go into more detail and walk you through the steps of all the different things we talked about and one of the things I mentioned to you before is that I started my business for seven dollars and 99 cents and I kind of want to go over this in a little bit more detail here um, for two reasons one I want you to see how I did it and to the steps I took to create my business, which is and has been my full-time job um, and, and a successful 
uh, company for quite a while. So um, the one thing I, I want to say about this is sometimes when you don't have money, it can actually be a blessing because you you are forced to be creative. You're basically forced to learn all of the steps which are gonna make you a much better business owner. You're forced to do a lot yourself and figure out how to do it without spending a lot of money. Now, I was fortunate enough to have had a part-time job with a company for two years as a social media manager, so I had quite a few of the skills. But the creating a business part was pretty new to me. So I already had a computer and I had a cell phone and I had internet. Beyond that, I didn't really have anything else. So I spent $7.99 to purchase my domain name. Now, back then I had foxsocialmedia.net because the .com wasn't available. And that explains why I got it so cheap as well. I have, I have since switched and, and gotten the .com, but um, I was fortunate that my dad's a computer programmer and he was able to host my website and help me with the setup of it for free. And now I have to say, I have since learned a ton and I can actually set up a WordPress site um, from scratch and troubleshoot it pretty well. So I'm proud of myself that I learned that because I am not technical at all and that is not my skill set. Um, but again, everything's gotten so easy now that even somebody like me who is much more of a creative person than a technical person is able to do it. So now that I did that, I was ready to find clients, but um, you know, once I had that website set up, but I didn't have money for advertising. So here are the five things I did, and I want you to think about doing these as well. The first thing I did was set up my social media pages. Because my business was B2B, so I was a business that was selling to other businesses, I set up Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn for my new company. And I posted useful content to all of them. Um, don't be <laughs> don't be too nervous about this. I was a social media manager, so I was able to use all of these um, platforms efficiently. However, you don't need to use that many when you first start. The next thing I did was I worked for free, yes, free, for three months for my son's former hockey coach to begin to build a portfolio of my own. Although I had done this work in the past, it was through another business. So I now had to build my own portfolio to show people what I could do. The next thing I did was I told my friends and family that I had started this new business and asked them to please refer anyone to me they knew who might need marketing help for their small business. Next, I used LinkedIn, which by the way, is the number one social media platform for businesses whose clients and customers are other businesses. And I searched for local small business owners in my area, sent out invitations to connect, and I did all of this using the free LinkedIn account. And then the next thing I did was I subbed for free at my local BNI group. And if you're not familiar with BNI, it's a business networking group with local chapters. And this group allows only one member from each field to join the local chapter. And I was fortunate that they did not have a social media specialist in the group at the time. So I didn't have the funds to be a full-fledged member, but was able to fill in for another member while he was traveling, which was pretty cool. And by the way, I met that member through LinkedIn. Now, there's many other things you can do. This is just to give you some basics and um, some free tips of, of free things that you can do. But my efforts to gain clients 
they were free, as I talked about, and they worked. And here's what happened next. My son's former hockey coach was pleased with my efforts, and he referred me to the owner of a local gym in his area. And that gym owner hired me, and I still work for a few of his locations today. And several LinkedIn contacts reached out asking me to meet up for coffee and discuss both of our businesses. One of those contacts referred me to a local attorney who I also still work with today. And another began working with me. A member that I met at the local BNI group referred me to the owner of a talent management agency, as well as another local attorney, and both of those businesses hired me. And from there, my business snowballed. I continued to get referrals and people reaching out to me on social media. Um, I also got asked to do a few speaking engagements and even to... um, to teach as a guest lecturer a course at a local prominent local university. I was able to um, go in and speak to their social media marketing class, which was super cool. I had a ball doing that. Now, another tip is um, to keep my costs down, I use the free versions of apps and the programs that I needed for businesses. I use royalty-free and free (laughs) stock images when I needed to put something together for a client. And when I would run ads for my clients, I would do so directly through their ad accounts. So there was never an outlay of money there either. And I also followed the top social media accounts um, for uh, their blogs or social media, everything, so I could keep up to date on the latest and uh, important tips. I also love to learn, so I continually listen to podcasts, read books, and watch videos that are created by people that um, are ahead of me in the game, that are human doing it longer, have a much larger company or uh, bigger businesses, and um, you can learn so much this way. And when I mention these different free resources I used, I actually have a list of them if you would like them. Just visit my website, www.jillwfox.com slash resources and you'll be able to find that page and click right through to get these resources. Now that you have the basics set up and you've created a small business plan for yourself, um, you need to do a few other things. And one of the most important things you need to do is market yourself. So one of the things I didn't mention to you before that I want to talk about now is making sure that you have a logo for your business. If you want to design one for free and you feel pretty comfortable about being able to do that, you can go to Canva. That's like the word canvas without the S. So C-A-N-V-A.com. Use their free program to create your own uh, logo. You can also go to a site like Fiverr where you can pay as little as 10 or $15 to have a graphic designer create your logo. And again, these resources will all be in the show notes. And um, we already talked about creating your website, but now let's get you started with your marketing. So here's what I think you should do. Start by creating a Facebook business page. And I have a complete tutorial on how to do this on my YouTube channel. And my YouTube channel is just youtube.com slash Jill W. Fox. You can find it right there. Again, I'll leave a link to it. Um, You also want to set up Twitter and Instagram accounts for your business. Now, if you 
um, have a business where images are going to be important to your sales. You have a product, you have a weight loss practice, you have um, anything where the images are going to help you to sell. You're a travel blog or anything like that. You're going to want that Instagram account. Otherwise, you can wait on it for just a little bit. But the objective here is to begin reaching your ideal clients and customers where they spend time online. And you want to give them the opportunity to get to know, like, and trust you. And in general, this takes like seven to nine touches or, or time seeing you basically for a person to go from being completely unaware of you to buying your product or service. And the beauty of social media is that it helps you get through these um, touch points a little bit quicker. So you want to post um, probably six posts on each platform before you do anything else. You're going to, you're going to fill out these, um, these pages, you're going to have them completely optimized, as much information as you can get on them. You're going to use your consistent logo all the time as your profile picture on every single one of your pages so that you're easily recognizable all over the internet. And once you have those six posts up, um, and by the way, those six posts are just going to be information about your business, what you sell, photographs of your product, uh, a little story about the owners, things like that. So once you've completed that, now it's time to invite your friends to support your pages. And here's how you want to go about that. Um, basically, I'm going to leave you a link in the show notes to a very detailed description of how to do this. But in general, you're going to invite all of your friends who like your personal page to like your business page. And on uh, Instagram and Twitter, it's a little bit different because your your personal and your business accounts aren't linked. You're going to have to actually go on and find your friends um, on Instagram and on Twitter and follow them from your business page, so that uh, in hopes that they'll follow you back. And what you're going to want to do is um, send them a little message in the messaging function as well, letting them know it's you. Hey, this is um, Jill Fox. Please like my page, uh, Fox Social Media. That was me that followed you from that page. Please follow me back. I don't know, something, whatever you want to say. So um, once you have done this, there's another thing that you can do. And again, I'll explain this in detail in another post that I'll link for you in the show notes. But you can upload your email lists or CSV files of your contacts. And you can basically with a couple clicks, follow those people on social media. So that's super easy too. And that's wonderful if you have an email list. So um, now that you've done that, you're going to start posting. And what you're going to do is you're going to essentially try to get three posts out a week. And just think of what information is helpful to your customers, to your clients. What is useful? What is helpful? What will make them want to follow you? What's interesting, fun? Um, I've got another post that talks about 30 different post ideas that you can go through just to really get your um, mind rolling and thinking about things that'll work for your business. Again, linked in the uh, show notes. So um, there's also ways to begin growing these accounts. And I don't want to get into it a lot here because I could talk to you for about 10 hours at least on this topic, but um, I've got more resources for you. So, um, you know, those are all shared. 
Now, I know I've thrown a lot at you all at once in one podcast, but this is really just meant to be a brief overview and just to kind of get the um, wheels spinning and get you thinking about all the things that you can do. And I want you to know you can do it. Um, My last podcast was entitled Why People Over 50 Are Better Equipped to Be Entrepreneurs. And if you're still having any doubts, please listen to that. It's just a short episode. And once you finish listening to it, I'm willing to bet that you'll feel pretty darn good about yourself. Um, You know, us um, over 50 Uh, group have a lot of advantages. And when we use those advantages, we can be really successful and we can do some really great things. So I have faith in you. You can definitely do this. And I hope that this has helped you. I'm going to put a ton of resources below for you. And please stay tuned and make sure you subscribe to this podcast because every single week I'm going to be sharing more information that's going to help you market and grow your small business practice or personal brand. If you have any questions at all, or would like to request that I post information on a specific topic centered around marketing, please reach out to me on Twitter at Jill W. Fox. And thank you so much for listening today. And I look forward to catching up with you again next week.